From the 420SF studio, this is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the unpolished podcast coming to you from the great Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Lakewood, Washington, folks. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Woo, what's going on? Uh, how's it hanging? I'm, I'm going to ask you that. Um, well, certainly by now that you've been up on the weather, uh, if you're from the neck of the woods or what have you, um, essentially it goes like this. Put the air conditioner on. <laughs> you're hot? <laughs> I've lost six pounds. <laughs> Yes, I know that exact same feeling. I only have my air conditioner off so I can talk to you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, that's right. It's going to be hot. Like hot, hot. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? I'm talking about high temperatures for for Monday or for Sunday and Monday okay uh, 104 and 108 respectively I never got this hot in Brooklyn it's like Africa hot Tarzan couldn't take this kind of hot <laughs> yeah uh, um, so yeah enough of that um, but you know with this heat and this is Country, uh, countrywide, I guess. Um, we seem to uh, going through a rash of tragic mistakes. Yeah, that's right. That's what they're calling it. Tragic mistakes. Uh, the, uh, that of parents leaving children and or dogs in a hot car. Uh, it, it defies logic. Um, and so, case in point, okay, uh, out of Charlotte, North Carolina, a two-year-old, uh, died after being left in a hot car outside of a North Carolina industrial plant on Thursday. Oh, this pisses me off when I think about it. The toddler was found at 4.15 p.m. in the car at Industrial Fabricators, um, South of Gastonia, blah, 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 for an extended period uh, period of time. Uh, the death, quote, appears to be a tragic mistake. Uh, Gaston County Police Captain Bill Downey told uh, you know, it doesn't... Uh, oh, my God. So, anyway... Uh, police have yet to interview the worker who left the child in the car and co-workers and others who m- might know more about what happened. Now, this is what... This, it just doesn't make sense, Okay. The toddler is the fifth child to die in a hot car in the U.S. this year, uh, according to the National Kids and 
Nah. According to the National Kids and Car Safety Advocacy Group, there were 26 deaths in 2020, 53 in 2019, and 54 in 2018. Uh, so this this also right here. Um, let me scroll up here. Okay, so this is what Amber Rollins or Rollins, director of kids and car safety, said in a statement on Friday. Quote, education and awareness are not enough. <laughs> the technology exists to prevent these unthinkable tragedies. What are we waiting for? The technology includes highly sensitive in-car radar systems that can detect the, the breaths of a baby and send an alert to the caregiver. Dude, uh, how about this? How about the parent, whether it's mom or dad, doesn't matter, if found guilty should be reprimanded to the inside of a car, strapped in, and left to die that same agonizing way. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you shouldn't need uh, an alert system. You, you should, you know what? Those kids need to be uh, given to a responsible parent that knows what it is to take care of a child. I mean, this is just unreal. But I digress. Uh, got me steamed already. Um, in other news, okay. Uh, Dr. Fauci is at it again. Uh, you know, hang on just a second. Welcome back to the 420 SF studio, folks. The sloppy pod, dude. All right, so uh, as mentioned, I've got my buddy Jan on the phone along with his brother Jay. What's going on, fellas? What are you doing? Hey, doing pretty good, brother. Cool, cool. So uh, you're doing a little uh, partying and uh, cleaning house. What else are you up to? Right, uh, my brother Jay, you know, lost his wife uh, two weeks ago, and and, uh, and it's been really hard on him. But oh man, he's uh, he's bouncing back, and uh, you know, ready to do an interview. All right, hey, my condolences, Jay. I I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's, it's all good. All right, man. So what? <laughs> what? So what are we doing? Uh, you said something about uh, hum, uh, not humming, but uh, whistling a song. I, I want to whistle a song before I get started. It, it's a it's a long grand funk railroad story. Oh, okay. So without further ado, here's Jan whistling a uh, a song. Go for it, bro. All right, here we go, brother.
actually that song, you know, it, it's like Mayberry, May, uh, whatever it is. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, and uh, Andy, Andy Griffith. Right. But anyhow, um, that song, uh, this guy was whistling this song, and he was stabbed to death. What? Whistling it. Yeah. Where was this at? It was in uh, somewhere in Texas. No south shit. South of Boston. Um, huh. you know, I, I read about it. You know, it, it all started out with Grand Funk Railroad, okay? Um, uh. Terry Knight. Uh, the, what am I trying to say? Um, gosh darn it. Uh, but anyhow, Terry Knight was really big with Grand Funk, you know? Right. And, and um, anyhow, Terry Knott started out in Michigan, and, and that's where Grand Funk Railroad came from in Michigan. And and uh, but anyhow, uh, he had a actually a recording artist song as uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the song. Um, I have I who have nothing, you know. Huh. And uh, and it actually had Mark Farner on bass guitar and Don Burr on drums and some other cat on rhythm. Uh, but anyhow, um, you know the, the song really didn't go anywhere. And so Terry Knight ended up, you know, managing Grand Funk Railroad and. Uh, You know, this guy was was like a, you know, whatever whatever you said, you would you believed, you know, what what he said, you know. Yeah. Long story short, uh, you know, uh, between Mark Down and Mel, they they ended up uh, you know getting rid of him because he was a he was not a really good person, you know. Wow. Yeah. So so. Uh, what my story continues is is that you know this this Terry Knight ends up you know suing Mark Down and Mel for all these royalties and all this bullshit you know and and this guy lived in um, you know I don't know somewhere south of Boston and and so there he is you know and he he has his daughter living with him. Right. And, yeah. And, and so, um, and, and the daughter's boyfriend's a junkie, you know. Mm. So, and, and Terry Knight, this guy, he would make money, you know, off of Grand Funk royalties. Just, you know, whatever song was sold, whatever album was sold, this guy made money, you know. Yeah. And so, there he is, you know, living in, in, in Texas. And and uh, and so he starts, you know, whistling the song, you know, the OP, you know, right, the Andy Griffith, uh, yeah. But anyhow, so he was the one that got stabbed. Wow. Yeah, I, I, 
you know, I, I guess he, uh, what happened is he, uh, he would, he would uh, whistle that song over and over and over, you know? Right. There he is, you know, in, in, a, in a, this guy's in a friggin' apartment building, you know, with his daughter. And, and he's whistling the song over and over, and the friggin' boyfriend gets tired of hearing about it, and and friggin' stabs him like, you know, seven times in the, in the chest, and it kills him, you know. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. So, so I didn't read that. Yeah, it, it's on the internet. You look it up, Terry Knight, T E R R Y. K-N-I-G-H-T. Huh. Yep, there it is. Yeah. I'll be damned. But Mark Farner, you know, just... Mark Farner really had, had a... Well, the rest of the band had really long, you know, feelings about him because, you know, they were doing a tour or something. Huh. Yeah, that... It, 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 shit, my my daughter is trying to call, but it's no big deal. You got me on air. Do you want to talk to my brother, Jay? Yeah, bring him on, man. Hey, Bert. Yeah. Here. All right. Hang on just a second. I'm so, trying to turn it. Just bullshit with it. What's up, Big Danny? What's going on, man? Oh, same old routine. No, I'm trying to get with it here. I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, it's getting warm, man. What? what what's... Warm, cold up there, is it? <laughs> or down there? Or... Uh, yeah. we're, well, we're in Washington, so. Oh, Washington. Okay. Yeah, for it, for it to be a hundred, that's saying something up here, you know. Yeah, we had a young uh, student that goes to the gyms place there he said that he's from Oregon and it's been raining for the last three weeks straight he was glad to get here and where the sun was and I said well it feels good right now I said, but it does get hot and next thing you know it got real sticky because of the rain yeah and man he's like I know what you mean he's walking up the street he goes up there and plays ball and lives over here in an apartment downstairs he's, this couple rents it to him every year they come down where they live and play ball all summer you know yeah the COVID hit and they couldn't play now they're playing it ain't really been that swamp like it was because you couldn't find a parking spot and run over run over to see what you hit you know <laughs> what my crazy daisy yeah wait a second me and Dan are just having a discussion here we gotta start from the bottom work our way up hold on just a sec no it's all good so what was you up to what do you uh, get into recording people or what uh, yeah, just, you know, special guest, you know, for the podcast. So you mentioned COVID. Um, did you hear that, oh, uh, Anthony Fauci, uh, he's now saying that there's a, uh, what, what they call a Delta variant? Right. It's just another strain of COVID, I guess, so. But I, uh. I tend to believe, I I tend not to believe what he what he's saying. Yeah. I but think. Anyway, I just wanted to holler at you. Uh, just kind of getting busy, getting ready to clean up my car and stuff. Uh, oh, okay. Sale. You know, anybody wants a uh, 2013 Buick? It's awesome. 
What a what what model? What model of a Buick? Fifteen Buick Lacrosse, all white, all leather. Oh, Lacrosse. Boss, yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what I got. I, yeah. I got a 2005. I always call it Bose. I, I, I don't know why. I just, I guess that's the Illinois way. I don't know. Yeah. That's Frisker's way, you know? Right. You know, everybody's got on their trucks big sign. Frisker sucks, you know? Yeah. I thought, why? I thought, well, hell, he, you know, finally. Legally. Yeah, Frisker is the governor of Illinois, and he legalized Mary Jane. You know, and everybody's yeah. waiting for it, and they got it, and now they're just making killings of money, you know, and, and that's, that's good, but, you know, I don't know what's going on with that, but anyway, uh, they do that a lot around here, you know, kind of make their own rules and change their own stories, and, you know, if you don't have a rule, you don't come up with one. Yeah. <laughs> do you, uh, do you, uh, smoke the Mary Jane or no? Oh, no. I, no. I puff, but I don't inhale. <laughs> you and Bill Clinton. I was just going to say, you and Bill Clinton together just. Uh, we're well, not. Man, in... You know, okay, I've got one for you. You know, this lady came up and asked me, um, yeah, they call me Slick Willard Jr. And she goes, oh. She goes, how's it feel? And I go, what? And she goes, uh, how's a harmonica doing? I, I gave up the harmonica and I bought her a saxophone and she sucks too and really good. You know, <laughs> she was like, "Oh wow, thank you." You know, she's getting all weird. I thought maybe she's getting nasty, nice with me. You know, wanting to tear it up or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I'm just having fun, man. I kind of lost my bananas. My beautiful wife, Mother Teresa, went to heaven, and uh, I got so much stuff going through my brain. You're supposed to think before you say. Yeah, I say, I say the whole story in the last three movies before you even walk in the door. Wow. <laughs> but it's all okay, Danny. Uh, cool. I'll let you get back to Dan. I can always get back on here. I'm just going to go out there and turn that water hose off because i got to run. Hang on just a second. All right, man. I'll let you bite with him, and then I'll get back on. Okay. All good to hood. Special guest is Jan Lee Schroeder. Jan's the man with a brand new plan. You know, none in this world and never land. He's going to take care of everything for everybody. That's you know right. what he's done. Oh, you're having a plan. We're going to be right back after this. Back here at the 420 SF studio, talking to Jan, the man himself. All right, so um, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to just ask you some random, random questions. Uh... I got I got these just uh, out of this. Well, I'll tell you later. Um, when was the last time you felt lit up? It could be now. Say that again. When was the last time uh, you felt lit up? Yesterday. And why do you say that? Because I was smoking a doobie. Oh, were you? Yeah. You guys got it all legalized now, huh? Well, I hope so. Well, if it's... Actually, it wasn't a doobie, it was a one-hitter. Oh, was it? Well, that works, too. 
Yeah. You go high? I did get stolen. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I haven't got stoned in a long, long, long time. It's been a lot of years, you know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, I live alone and, and uh, the girlfriend's being, you know, fucking stupid. So, you know what? I, I just thought I don't have nothing to lose. So my brother turned me on to some pot and, and I smoked it and I got stoned. Cool. Was it uh? What do you remember? What the name of the the strain was? I have no idea. All I know is this pot that has seeds. <laughs> I thought about taking the goddamn seeds out in front in the yard and planting them. You know, um, I I've got a beautiful place that I've written over here. Uh, you know, two bedrooms, two yeah, two bedrooms, one bath, uh, one car garage. But anyhow, there's a patch in the front of the yard where um, the landlord, you know, kind of put some uh, seeds out there, you know. But the yeah. fucking seeds, you know, growing up to be weeds. Uh, and I thought, you know, what the fuck, just out of shit, shits and giggles. Maybe I'll put some of this, uh, you know, the... the uh, out there and let the goddamn shit grow. Yeah. Why not? See how they, see how they like that. Hey, I, I used to grow a, a I, I had a, a small plant back when I was in junior high and my mom found it and she says, hey, is that marijuana I see you growing in, in the closet? And I said, uh, yeah she's like what are you growing marijuana for and i said well it's for my science experiment i mean i totally just bullshit you know she's like really i said yeah well i mean they don't know about it but i'm doing it for my own for my own experiment and she's like okay well just don't smoke any of that (laughs) ah that's funny yeah, I I can't believe that she would be as gullible to believe that. I think and and I think she really didn't believe me, but you know, yeah, she didn't know exactly what to say to that. So, uh, next question: What? Uh, let's see. Okay, so what? What did your 15-year-old self-image... That didn't make sense. Okay, so... Okay, let me switch this. Okay, here you go. If you were to throw a message in a bottle, what would it say? I hate Joe Biden. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's good enough. Uh, I I did that one time. I threw a, a, a message in a bottle over the over the rail of the boat, you know. And this is in Puget Sound, and I didn't think anything of it. I I didn't think I would hear anything back, 
and probably about four months go by, and this lady call. I, I put the my phone number on the on the letter, and I said, if you find this, please call me. I was like, I was probably maybe fourteen, and so oh, really? yeah. So about four months later, I get this call from uh, a lady in what was it? Um, Oh, uh, Vancouver Island, uh, Canada, and, uh, she's like, hey, uh, I'm calling for Dan, uh, I found a message in a bottle, and it's like, no, you didn't, I thought, I thought she would bullshit me, you know, so, uh, you know, mom asked me, who, who are you talking to, and I said, someone found my message in a bottle, <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. That's a trip. Huh? I said, that's a trip. Yeah, I didn't expect to hear back. What, uh, if you had a theme song, what would that theme song be? It can be any song. Or not. I don't know. Uh, a theme song? Yeah. I'd, I'd have to, you know, like... Alright, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's go back to the, the news. How about a, a, a theme song on Rocky, you know? Oh, there you da, go. Da, 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 da. Let's see you. Let's Okay. Uh, what? Do you, so, what are you drinking anyway? Budweiser. Oh, okay. Do you ever drink like uh, mixed drinks, like rum and coke, or anything? No. No. And I would I would get really silly probably doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You can get I don't know why it is, but when you when you when you drink first and then smoke weed, you get 10 times higher or wow. or, or 10 times drunker. But if if you smoke the weed first, and then drink on top of it, it will level you out. So if, if you get too high, the alcohol will kind of kind of bring it down a notch. I don't know why that is, but... I didn't know that. Well, it's not factual, but yeah. I've just, I've just found out um, by experience. <laughs> right. But, um... Well, let's see here. But no, man. Do you still have me on the radio? Yeah. You want off? Okay. What are you, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, we, we, I don't know. We we had, we we you know we really had some good times in Austin, Texas. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Man. Uh, 
Yeah, think think back to uh, think back to everything that we saw uh, said and done, and I mean, dude, I would think about um, well, first of all, going down to uh, Auditorium Shores. Right, and uh, and just getting, you know, well, you you know, you you'd stop. I I don't remember that that place. I think it was uh, First Street or whatever. You catch the uh, the bus, and then make that bus trip all the way down to Auditorium Shores, and then you get hammered. I know, I know, I did get hammered and then ride the bus back to where your car is and then run the risk of getting pulled over. Did that right. did that a few times. Yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you what. I don't like I just I just loved Austin. I you know I, I love Austin now that I have I, I don't know, I haven't been there for like Forty-seven years. Wow. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, <laughs> I, I can do this badge and you know how much you know the city has grown and, and uh, uh, you know somebody told me that you, you wouldn't even know it, you know. But my uh, my nephew on North, North Lamar Street in Austin, Texas, has got a, a karate studio and he's doing really good, like fifth degree black belt, you know. Wow. And. Um, but anyhow. Yeah, that's cool. I just really enjoyed my stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, how long were you in Austin? Oh, probably, uh, I don't know. Maybe a year and a half. Oh. Okay. that. Yeah. I think I think our highlight was uh, working for uh, the Redwood Lumber Company. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. That was so much fun. I just remember going to cash our checks, and I you know, uh, rode over to the bank with you, and then you say, "Hey, man, let's let's grab a beer on the way back." It's like, yeah, okay, why not? You know. And uh, I think that was the first time drinking on the job. <laughs> but that was toward the end of the day, anyway. Yeah. But I'll tell Especially you what. When, when you're with a, a friggin' alcoholic, you know, that wants to have a drink, you know. <laughs> yeah. We had so much fun. Gosh darn, we had so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we... Uh, we didn't get in that much trouble. I mean, you know, you kind of had to run in with the cops a couple times or whatever. But I was, I, yeah, was, I was lucky. I, I was, uh, you know, leaving the apartment one one morning, one morning, you know, and running late, you know. And so there, I go into the school zone, and I'm friggin' speeding. Jesus Christ, that cost me an arm and a leg, you know, to pay for that fine. But anyhow, besides that, you know, and the DUI, I was okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
What was that DUI? Uh, was that your first one? It was probably my 22nd one, you know. <laughs> oh, but who's counting? <laughs> no shit. Was, you know, with Illinois and, and, and Texas. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, yeah. But anyhow, you know, just... I just really loved, uh, you know... The time I was down there, you know, just young and dumb and yeah, full, full of, and know. full of ideas. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you I what. I was a lot older than you, though. Yeah, we're gonna take a break real quick. We'll be right back. Back here it's four twenty as that studio. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was, uh, but I I want to thank uh, Jan and Jay Schroeder for uh, coming on and and uh, telling stories and whatever else you might have heard. Um, I know there was some whistling, <laughs> some whistling involved. It was almost like a Jerry Lewis telethon. <laughs> Uh, so, but no, it, it was entertaining, I guess, I hope. Um, yeah, so you never know what you're going to get, okay? Um, but Jan is a, a storyteller, and uh, he did his best, and uh, yeah, it, everything's fine. But the one thing we didn't do, and I, I, I was hoping that they were going to exchange with me, um, I wanted to see, let me go back to this, um, oh, for crying out loud, oh, okay, so, um, yeah, I, I was hoping to, uh, get some, uh, feedback on this, uh, story about the kids getting locked in cars, oops, man, if I could find one of those parents, I would hurt them badly. Badly. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, I was hoping to get some to and from uh, about Dr. Fauci. You know? Fuck. We'll make sure to edit that out. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they, they didn't give me any uh, give and take on this. So... Uh, I'm just gonna go. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna go off on Fauci for a minute. Um, he's at it again. Okay. Um, you just had to know that with all the positive news of cases, deaths, and hospitalizations continuing to fall, Fauci wasn't about to be upstaged by the Rona. Okay. Uh, lately. The new Delta variant is uh, proving more transmissible, leaving people, uh, especially the unvaccinated, in peril. Well, of course. Um, Although he has warned about this variant recently, uh, he was on... uh, uh, Oh, he was on Kara Swisher's Sway podcast uh, to talk about another threat in the future. See, I I still think that they are being 
they're ah, that they're being manufactured. I know that's uh, that's conspiracy, but gotta have a little conspiracy in your life, you know. Uh, so yes, I have my own opinion of this guy, and it's not favorable. Uh, him and his band, the CDC, continue playing the same old song and dance. Uh, that is, play the new variant card and go after those the who are choosing to say nah, stay sidelined uh, against getting vaccinated. Um, I. Yes, I reluctantly caved due to uh, the fact that I'm flying to Texas next month and my arms will be tired. Okay, good enough. Uh, okay, so um, where, where was I? Well, here's a story of uh, general interest. Um, I think we all wish that we were her. Um, this Florida woman thought she had found a billion with a B, one billion in her bank account before discovering it was fraud prevention. Wow. I don't know how that works. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, she discovered that her bank account balance was uh, nearly one billion after trying to withdraw 20 bucks. She says, while well, I put it in for 20, the machine came back and said, we'll give you the 20, but that'll cause an overdraft and you'll be charged. Oh, and you'll be charged. And I said, I'll just forget it. She decided to check her balance. And according to the receipt, she had, <laughs> she had received $999,985. I don't know. It's a lot of money, okay? <laughs> I forgot how to read that. Um, but anyway, here's, here's some more on that. A Largo woman's life as a multi-multi-millionaire was short-lived. Over the weekend, we spoke with Julia Yonkowski, who says nearly $1 billion, a billion with a B dollar, wow. showed up in her bank account statement on Saturday. Yeah, you can do a double take about that. We spoke to her again today, and it turns out this actually was not an accident. Eight on your side's Olivia Steen explains. Well, Julia Yonkowski told me she went to the bank early Monday morning and she found out that the bank actually put that large balance in her account as a way to freeze it. Shocked was an understatement. When I saw my balance, I thought, oh my gosh. Julia Yonkowski didn't know what to think of the $999,985,855.94 that just appeared in her account overnight. That's what I meant I to say. Think they won the lottery, but I was horrified because it wasn't my money. It was also equally concerning that she couldn't access any of her own money as well. I had money in there, so I wanted at least $20. And when I put in for the $20, they, the machine came back and said, well, we can give you the $20, but that'll cause an overdraft. And uh, you will be charged. And I said, oh, just forget it. 
Well, Youngkowski quickly found out Monday morning that this wasn't an uncommon thing. She tells me this is a joint account ran by her and her husband who recently passed away. Youngkowski says she made the bank aware of this, but somehow the account was still flagged as she continued to use it. According to the information I found on ChaseBank.com, the surviving joint tenant of a anyway. bank account becomes the sole owner through survivorship. I reached out to Chase Bank and a spokesperson told me they cannot discuss with me personal information regarding Yankowski's bank account. All right, all and right, all right. This, we'll reach out to anyway, that's that's all of that. <laughs> okay, so let's keep moving, yeah? All right, so let's go out. <laughs> let's go out with a bang. Um, this coming out of Athens. Uh, police have arrested a priest who attacked metropolitan uh, bishops at the Petraki, Petraki Monastery. I, I know I butchered that. Sorry. Uh, by dousing them with acid. Whoa. Uh, the seven bishops who were meeting uh, to consider deep deposing the priest suffered burns on their faces, hands, and were rushed to the hospital. <sighs> it burns! Oh, it burns! <laughs> All right, folks, that is a wrap on this week. Uh, thanks again to uh, Jan and Jay for coming on uh, and uh, hanging out. Let's see, what else? I feel like I'm forgetting something, but uh, I will tell you that <laughs> hopefully by next week I'll have something a little more promising. i got to do something different, okay? I'll just leave it at that, but I've got to do something different. Uh, for those that are still with me, I appreciate it more than you know. Uh, please hang in there with me. Uh, I'm going through, um, well, I wouldn't want to call it growing pains because I quit growing. <laughs> both both literally and figuratively. So, um, But anyhow, uh, we're going to go. And uh, we will, uh, we'll see ya when we see ya. See ya! Later.